Welcome to When Love Aligns Podcast, where alignment, love, and relationships live. I am Paul Bache Williams, a licensed clinical social worker and psychotherapist. I'm also the blessed husband of Tara Gates Williams. And I am Tara Gates Williams, brand expert, mother, daughter, sister, good old girlfriend, and the blessed wife of Paul Bache Williams. Today's podcast is something that I've been talking about for years. As a psychotherapist working with a lot of different couples, working with men, women, we often understand or try to understand or misunderstand the different areas of need when it comes to relationships. So a while ago, I talked about five ways a woman needs to feel protected. I wrote a blog article and I eventually put it in my book. And this is something that we like to talk about often. This is something that the community likes to talk about often. So let's get into it. The five ways a woman needs to feel protected, and then we're going to go into the five ways a man needs to feel protected. You know, you wrote this in the book, and I actually, when I read it, I was extremely touched um, because I had never seen it broken down this way, especially from a male point of view. So it was real refreshing and even new information for me um, in reading that. So, so tell us. Tell us. Tell everybody. (laughs) Well, you know what's interesting about that is it wasn't just my information, right? Mm Because I think a lot of times men try to tell women what to do or what they need. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was literally ask women, right? Because I've been in relationships before. It didn't really work out. I tried to do different things. But I knew I had to step outside of that and ask whether it was clients, whether it was friends, family, whatever that was. It was five things that a woman needs to feel protected spiritually emotionally, financially, mentally, and physically. But it's not the way that the the general um, surface level, when you're talking about these particular topics, even before we break down a list, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. because you're the woman, right? Mm-hmm. You're my wife. How do you're you welcome. feel? <laughs> how do you feel when I protect you spiritually? And what does that look like? Um, you know, I feel empowered. You know, I feel um, safe. Um, because, you know, my spirituality is so important to me. My relationship with God is so important to me. And to meet you and you have those same values and relationship with God, it just was, you know, I just felt safe. So I felt like, you know, that I had someone that wasn't afraid to not only pray for me, but pray with me, you know. And I've been in relationships in the past, and I could see this uncomfortability where I wanted to pray with someone, but they didn't have that same comfort level and I would internalize it and think hey it's about me then am I, am I doing too much with this that or the other I didn't feel that with you so like for me it looked like a safe place you know it looked like protection because you were praying for me and with me um and also I was able to like kind of communicate um with you through the word of mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. and that was just really important yeah, and I think, you know, growing up in church, you know, as, as a young boy, we're taught to pray. Like, everybody does the devotionals. Everybody has these routines uh, when it comes to relating and having a relationship. But I think it goes deeper than that. Like, to having the confidence to have my personal relationship with God, yeah. I was able to connect with you. Yeah. Because if I have my per- personal relationship with God, sometimes you try to pray with someone and it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Right. Because everybody sounds good until their spirit speaks. Exactly. So you can literally be praying with somebody and just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And we internalize it. Like you said, is it me? Is it mm-hmm. them? Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be praying with them. Yeah. Um, sometimes, again, we're supposed to be developing our own relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. So spiritual uh, infidelity. Like yeah. I'm supposed to be praying with God, not praying with this other person 
And so I have to back away. Yeah. And and that just speaks to me to alignment. I felt like we were spiritually aligned. Mm-hmm. And that's why praying in the way we pray, how we pray, how often we pray, and the way we communicate through the word just is so natural. It doesn't feel like it, it feels so comfortable and natural. Do you so, remember the first time we prayed? I think we were at your house, right? No. We, we weren't. No. We weren't. Oh, yeah. Tell that story. Tell that story. So um, prior to us being um, together, I used to have speaking engagements on the news, on different stages, different platforms or whatever it was. And one day I was kind of anxious, you know, dealing with anxiety. Am I going to say the perfect thing? Am I going to be right? You know how anxiety has these little voices that come into your head and Mm -hmm. tell you you're going to fail and all that. Mm-hmm. And so what you did, you noticed me seeming or looking anxious. Mm-hmm. And what you did was you came over, you said, come here, grab me by my hand. and said, come here, let's pray. Mm. I do remember and that. that settled the moment. That, for me, let me know that you can pray and that your prayers were important to you for me. And so when that happens, like, my anxiety went away. Like, I felt confident. I wasn't reliant on that. Yeah. But it was just that moment was like, huh, this is a safe space. Yeah. yeah. So that goes into men, like, spiritually. Like, we need to be able to have a safe space with our women as well. Mm-hmm. Like, can I bring, well, I'm struggling spiritually. Can you lead in different spaces where maybe you find a devotional for us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I find a devotional. Uh, sometimes you lead in prayer just like we do. In the morning, you lead in prayer. At night, I lead in prayer. Yeah. yeah. And it's important to, that's what alignment looks like. That's what sharing the, res- the spiritual responsibility is. Mm-hmm. One other thing, like the the next thing I feel, when I read your book and you were talking about, you know, how a way uh, another way a woman needs to feel protected was emotionally. And, you know, when I started reading it and All these words were jumping off the page at me, right? It was like listening, patience, um, uh, affection, support, um, value. You know, it was just like I just felt like it was just pinging off the page. And I had to really stop and think about that because I had, you know, although I've been in relationships, I never really felt. And your book really taught me a lot that I was emotionally present and connected with anyone like like or in alignment with anyone like we are. And um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, what you learned from from talking to to people or women, especially about what they need emotionally. I think they need to feel emotionally safe in that you can be able to express what you're feeling and me not be annoyed by your emotion. Yeah. Or you can express what you're feeling, what you're experiencing and me just being present with you Mm -hmm. and not just telling you you'll get over it. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether I have the answer or not, that's not it. But being present is more important. And so if you have those different emotions, of course, when they're not haywire, right, because Mm -hmm. there's a there's a level of responsibility that we have as individuals with our emotions. Mm -hmm. But also given the opportunity to explore those emotions in a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing that I want to go back to spiritually, because we we left out a very important part, our vision board. Oh, like yeah. that was so critical to create that vision board f- with each other yeah. to spiritually pray, write out our declarations. Cause you're yeah. the declaration queen. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's but that's I, you know let's do a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother segment. I feel like for us to to really dig deep because you know we can touch on it here and it can you know flow into another one because I think we really need to to share not only what we did but like how we did this individually because you made vision boards mm, on yeah, your own. True. You even had vision boards that you were saving for your wife yeah. and, and you when you got married. So. You know, we, yes, everybody, we do do a vision board um, and say our declarations every morning. But I think we, we can dig deeper into that, you know, later on. But on a vision board, we also infuse, as yes. always, emotions and the word of God. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So but, that's two down, right? right. We, 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 but let's go. Let's go to the men because we're going to go back and forth. Oh, okay. So men emotionally. Right. What does that look like for me? You know, a lot of times men we don't really know what emotions mm-hmm. that we have mm-hmm. and when we do express them mm-hmm. they seem foreign not only to us but mm-hmm. to the woman we're in front of and then they're rejected yeah. and so now it becomes an unsafe space mm-hmm. for me to express what i'm feeling mm-hmm. like i'm feeling a little weak like i'm feeling a little stressed i'm feeling a little whatever mm-hmm. and society tells us to suck it up and push through yeah if i need that emotional vulnerability that sp- safe space which you give me then I feel like I can conquer the world. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. emotionally, if I can gather my thoughts mm-hmm. and figure it out with you, mm-hmm. I can step outside the world and address my emotions in a healthy way as opposed to exploding, yeah. like responding with anger when it's really hurt yeah. and disappointment. And I think doing that, you know, just from a, a, a female perspective, a woman perspective, a wife perspective, whatever level of relationship you're in, is that I haven't. I had to learn how to be a safe space for you mm-hmm. to come to, and and in knowing how to kind of like just be present enough to listen, mm-hmm. and not always try to solve, right? Mm-hmm. And but also knowing that my solving was coming from a, a a safe space and coming from my heart. That is not always what you needed to hear. Mm-hmm. You needed to be heard. So you know, I was able to really understand like creating that safe space meant, hey, listen be affectionate, you know, touch him, sit in silence with him, you know, be supportive to him and however that looked. But what I think made it helpful is you were able to articulate that to me. So I think in relationships, you know, men should also share, hey, I, I need you to be a safe space. And this is what a safe space looks like for me, because I think. A lot of times we always feel like we have to give this give men this this rule book, right? Here are the instructions. This is how you need to be. Women need guidance as well because we may think we're being safe, but if that's not how safe looks to you, it's going to be unsafe for you. So no matter if we're operating from our hearts. So, But I, I, I have to jump back. I got to jump back to spiritually because one thing that I really like that, that um, one time – you share with me that you didn't get on your knees to pray till you met me. And I just thought that was so, so special that we were able to have that together. But also another thing that stood out for me is that I always wanted to anoint my husband. You know, I I think having that anointing that we do every morning um, also creates a spiritual connection and some people may not agree with anointing or this that, and the other but we do because we want to cover each other when we're out of each other's presence mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think you know whatever your spirituality is with your partner uh collectively and yourself individually it's about a conversation and it's about and submission that, that, like. that, that that word that so many people are afraid of the submission right mm-hmm. you're right i never prayed on my knees 
I didn't think that was necessary. I mean, I can stand up and pray. I can be sitting down. And can, I can pray. I can be doing whatever I need to do. I think, like, you can pray anywhere. Mm-hmm. But this was another level of submission mm-hmm. and another level of alignment for us, yeah. which I said, okay, that's what my wife wants to do. I'm with it. I'm with it. The same thing with anointing, right? Yeah. You get up. It's like, we're, wh- why are we anointing every day? Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just like a level of alignment. These are some of the things that you submit to each other mm-hmm. in order to have the healthy relationship that you need. And it, and it also showed me you were submitted to God. Mm-hmm. It wasn't solely about me. You right. know, you saw that importance that we're that we were coming together to get on our knees together to submit for God, submit to God. And that was so important. And even how you uh, position yourself behind me in prayer, you know. Sp- yeah, I felt like you were setting me up, but I realized that it wasn't. A no, sermon. you 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 said to <laughs> that me. That was not my idea. Babe. But 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 no, you said to me that you wanted to protect anything that tried to come to us in prayer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But you so, know what? And, and it's funny because. You know, sometimes people laugh about that position, don't, mm-hmm. don't think it's real. But for a man, when we're practicing abstinence, mm-hmm. to have to come behind you mm-hmm. and pray over you and die to the flesh, yeah. in a sense, yeah, and to, to focus on praying, that, that spoke volumes. Yeah, That bled over into everything else. It's just like if there's temptation, I know that I'm going to prayer. Yeah. So... The third uh, way a woman needs to feel protected is is physically. So, what does that look like to you? For me, it's it could be, you know, when I first think about it, I was like, you know, somebody defending me. But you know, we're at the age now; we're not in this position where you have to fight for me, physically fight for me. And I, right. I so I had to take the literal out of it and say, you know, how I felt uh, I need to be protected physically was, you know. What you would show me, just how you would, if we were out, you were always on the outside, you know. When you, you let me. When I let you <laughs> walk on the inside, you know, it was that, that um, the chivalrous behavior, but also a firm embrace. Mm-hmm. Also a, you know, hand holding or if we're getting ready to cross the street, you'll squeeze my hand to, hey, wait, we're not ready to jump out here. It's just this, your presence, you know. And you already have a very, you know, command commanding presence, right? You six four, two, what is it, seventy, two <laughs> two sixty five or something. There but you go. but your presence already makes me feel protected physically. But then your actions just compound it, you know, compounded with your actions just makes me feel safe. So you yeah. know what's interesting about that and in, in going to the, like the physical presence because I noticed this probably like a month ago. When I said I'm about to get back in shape and get to the weight that I want to win. <laughs> and <laughs> you were too. like, well, no, don't do that because I feel protected with the, what, what, what size you are. But I'm uncomfortable. So I can you still. You look good, babe. You I'm look still, good. I'm going to be in shape. I'm going to be quicker. I'm going to be more agile. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's it's funny that you said that. And I was just like, and you know, that's a whole other episode. Body dysmorphia that <laughs> people in relationships go through. But just thinking that I felt that I needed to slim down and tighten up. Yeah. All right. So for men, the third way that men need to feel protected is through trust, right? You know, feeling that they can be trusted. And I'm going to be honest, this was so hard for me. Um, and I think it may be hard for a lot of women. If any women out there can can agree with me on this, just throw your hands up, um, is that when you're single for a long time 
and you're used to being on your own, doing everything for yourselves, being independent, it is very hard to allow someone in your space. And it wasn't like I had this attitude, like, I don't need you. I can get it by myself. It was, hey, I'm used to doing things this way because I know how it's going to go. And it was a little bit of a control factor, too, because I was so creating my own safety for so long that I almost forgot how to trust. So I think I definitely feel like, you know, allowing men to lead, allowing you to lead, you showing me what leading looks like and saying, hey, you don't have to do it alone anymore. I'm here. You can trust me. And that part of Um, that is, too, a trauma response. Yeah, yeah. Because you've been doing, like you said, you've been doing the thing by yourself. Uh, Maybe somebody else came in and didn't do it to your liking. Or maybe somebody came in and misused or didn't, yeah, Yeah. just took advantage of you. Yeah. And that goes into the protection part, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if I, if I need trust, Mm -hmm. then you need the protection, right? But if you're not trusting me, then how can I protect you? Because I can show up to protect you and you might not trust it. You might push me away. High five, babe. You might push me away and then I'm like, you know what? And she don't need me. Yeah. Like, why am I here? Yeah. And so many people go through that, that trust and that protection, they go hand in hand. Yeah. and But it causes people to bump heads too, right? right. And you miss out on love or relationships because you're not having that conversation. Right. And I understood where it was coming from. So I didn't personalize it yeah. whenever that lack of trust came in. Yeah. And so we had conversations about it, whether I came indirectly, passive aggressively, mm-hmm. or straightforward. I was just like... Yo, you have to let me in in this this particular space. Yeah, because you used to always say. Strong black women. Strong black independent. No, strong independent black women or something strong like. Strong black independent woman. Yes, and I used to always come behind him and say, I do not need strong and independent behind black women every time. And I said, then don't act like it. Yep, and you helped me not yeah, act we like it. Each other. Yeah, yeah. We helped each other. <laughs> but also to create a, a safe space, right, mm-hmm. for men. Mm-hmm. Like creating a safe space for men is, is we're talking about that all together. Like, what mm-hmm. does that look like? Mm-hmm. Creating that safe space is like if I'm if I'm struggling, I'm mm-hmm. just getting off of work. I don't know what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, I need something. I need you. It's OK yeah. to be able to have that, that safe space for men when we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And, and I tie it into nurturing. What does nurturing look like? Yeah. And it looks different to um, different men. But we have to be uh, expressive and we also have to know who we are in order to get what we want. Yeah. And I think starting early on and having these conversations allows these all these ways to kind of just, you know, surface. Yeah. So uh, the fourth way a woman needs to feel protected is financially. And, and, a, man. I, and a man. That's and a man. that's for the men and women. So we're going to speak to both real quick. You know, financially, um, again, goes back to doing it on my own, having to hold down everything, you know. Um, but for me, you know, protection financially looks like being with someone who's trustworthy Mm -hmm. right who's responsible with their money um but also someone that you can build with like i love you know just creating and building and to meet someone that's on that same page in the in that creating and building you do create and create um you do create financial opportunity as well So for me, it looks like someone that's responsible and trustworthy. And I wasn't always that way. You know, my my credit score was was on crutches, you know. So, like, I wasn't always responsible and made the best decisions with money. And that's what I loved. So when you came in, you immediately were like, when when we got engaged, you were like, okay, let's look at this credit. Let's pull it up. You signed us up for a credit repair program. 
and my credit was score was not cute because I previously, of course, been irresponsible, irresponsible, but I had paid off a lot of things. It's like, I'm never using credit again. So how was my credit score going to come up? You put me on credit cards, credit score jumped up. You know, you continue to be an example of, you know, financial um, fineness, mm-hmm. if I could say that. So, like, you know, I feel safe. I trust you. Yeah. yeah. And that was important for me because... You know, I've been in, in positions where I was irresponsible. Mm-hmm. I've been in positions where I co-signed for family or friends or whatever it was and got burnt. And then after that, I was just like, well, forget my credit. I'm just, and then I kind of made it worse. Mm-hmm. But I knew what it took to get out of that position. Mm-hmm. And so if we're going to be in alignment and we're going to be able to trust each other, we need to invest in each other financially. Yeah. Right? And that doesn't mean that I'm giving you $100 like, or, or you have an allowance or anything like that. Yeah. That means I trust you with my money. You trust mm-hmm. me with your money. But also, I knew from the day we met, the day that I hired you, that you were an incubator. Mm-hmm. I knew that you would multiply my money because I was paying you. Mm-hmm. And I was getting the return was way more than I expected. Yeah. And so we already built that type of relationship where you're helping me and I'm helping you. Right. Yeah. And we're investing in each other. Like our businesses are have taken over, taken yeah. off. Like, I remember when I wasn't making um, the money I was supposed to be making because of, you know, some some work issues that were happening. And then I hired you to take over my billing and then I got all my money back. Yeah. And so so many different instances where that trust in that conversation is being built. Yeah. And I think for men, like, you know, speak to this really quickly. Like, I think men love women that are multipliers. Right. Right. They love women who have who practice that financial reciprocation, mm-hmm. as well as a woman going to multiply the money, reciprocate the money, but also in turn creating that generational wealth, that legacy legacy building. So you know, and you know, I quickly tell you know us like everyone listening, like what that financial protection looks like from male point of view. The biggest thing to kind of sum it up is I don't want to feel like I'm wasting money or losing money mm-hmm. in a relationship. Like, I don't want to ever be looking around as like, oh, I shouldn't have got that for her. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have did this for her. Mm-hmm. So that's what safety looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that I do, it's it's invested. It's well spent. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about the exchange, the reciprocation, it doesn't have to be the same dollar amount. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're taking off stress from me mm-hmm. and creating that space where I can have my creativity to go pursue other ventures. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're doing stuff behind the scenes and now I just look good. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> that creates another <laughs> environment for me to yeah. pursue other ventures. Yeah. So it's those things like that, that's that's safety to me. Yeah. That's Protection. safety to me. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to round this out with the last way, the fifth way a woman and a man needs to protect, and that's mentally. Yes. And I think for women, um, mentally being protected, you know, and I think when you're younger, you're you're with the wrong person. People are playing with your mind. You know that they're, they're um, you Gaslighting, know, yeah, they're lying. doing, yeah, doing all these behaviors, whatever they're doing, and that messes with you mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally as well, but mentally as well. And I think women are looking for someone who is, you know, knowing that. They're listening to her. Psychological safety. Yeah, psychological in relationships, knowing that she's being listened to, she's being heard, but also that she, her thoughts are safe with with that mm-hmm. person. Um, 
whatever I say is not going to be thrown back, used against me, played in a game, but that my thoughts are valued the way I feel, whether you agree with them or not, are respected. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, you know... um, you know, a part of a big part of feeling protected mentally. Yeah. yeah. And and what I love is like you talk about in your book, mirroring the woman's thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that's what represents safety yeah. uh, and protection uh, uh, from a mental perspective for me as a woman. Yeah. Mentally for men, it's, it's, it's similar. Right. We don't want to be played with. We don't want the manipulation to occur. We don't want the mind games. We don't want. Um, any of those same things as gaslighting and all that type of stuff. We want to be able to share and, and speak from our hearts and you listen and, and grasp and, and create that safe space mentally, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to think I'm going crazy. And I also want to be able to come home and be able to speak my mind. Yeah. Not being disrespectful, but and being free. Also having that conversation where I feel like we have a, a dialogue where it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I can share different things and you don't think my thoughts are crazy. Yeah. Like, you don't think my thoughts are wild. You don't think I'm off the wall. It might not be right, but you're not, you know, you're not making yeah. fun of my thoughts and you're not minimizing my thoughts. And I think that's so important as well. And being open to to hearing like some constructive feedback too, yeah. right? It's not like we're trying to tear any either each other down or in relationships, people should be doing that. But it's like constructively, hey, what are, have you thought about it this way? Mm-hmm. Have you considered this? And for me, mentally... Uh, a lot, you know, working with a man and making him feel protected is like an encouragement. Yeah. You know, you taught me a lot about how important words are. Yeah, a woman's words. A yeah. woman's words are or like... the key to a man's soul. Speaking life yeah. over you. Well, give, give me a time where you feel like I spoke life over you. Just all the time. You can do it, babe. You got this. I think that'll be really dope. I like what you said here. Even while we were talking right here when you asked for a high five. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know I got the juice. <laughs> be glad. One, one time, and I, we we can end with this. Like one time, and that I don't even think this was me speaking. Like, but I just really saw greatness in you. And this is before we were anything. And it was an honor to represent you. And I just did not feel you saw that same level of greatness in yourself. Mm-hmm. And and I share. Remember, remember that night I told you I said I cannot wait to you see yourself the way God and I see you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get like how powerful that was for you or that experience until you talked about it like later Yeah. on. Yeah. So for me, that was a time where I was like, oh, I just spoke life. Like, I do know how to do this. Like, I do know what it means to a man to feel, you know, um, mentally safe with me. And that's so important. Like, we consistently encourage each other in all five of these plus more and it's definitely um, a key to a safe space is mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. So yeah. I hope you got something from this. This yeah. is this is part of our heart. Uh, we want to make sure that we continue to pour into you guys and you listen to and you enjoy our podcast. Yes. Um, this was fun. Yeah, it was. Good yeah. job, babe. Good job, babe. I love you. I love you, too. So we, you know, we, we want to thank you all so much for being in alignment with us today. You know, this is, uh, you know, an opportunity for us to, like, share with you, us to stay connected. So definitely, if you want to stay connected with us, follow us on IG at WhenLoveAlignsTM. And um, feel free to DM us, you know, for topics or questions or anything that you want us to talk about. And also, 
join our mailing list and you can do that at winlovealliance.com. To hear more podcasts like Win Love Alliance, check out alivepodcastnetwork.com.